This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to this week's episode of the State of Recruiting Podcast. It is your weekly Horns 24-7 podcast, and uh, it's coming to you live from a parking lot outside of Denius Fields on the campus of the University of Texas. Uh, Nick Harris, Mike Roach, we are here uh, live on campus covering the first Texas camp of the summer. We'll definitely talk a little bit about visits. Uh, we'll talk about, um, you know, kind of the way... Uh, Texas is, is going to be set up for the summer. We'll talk a little basketball visits uh, as well. Those are going to go on. But before we do all that, we want to direct you guys to the other shows on our network, uh, including the uh, the Longhorn Blitz with Jeff Howe and Rod Babers and the flagship with Taylor Estes and Chip Brown. Um, so, Nick, usually I ask you how you're doing, but I've been sitting in the car with you for like four hours. So uh, I know how you're doing. So what do you say we just jump right in? I, I'm with it. I'm doing great, by the way, for everyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick and I drove down today um, just to kind of be a part of this. So we are recording on my phone uh, within Nick's car here. So if it sounds a little different, that's why. Um, visits are back. It's a... Uh, it, it's it's certainly interesting. Monday, uh, no Tuesday morning, was the first day people were allowed back on campus, and I woke up that day, and I didn't quite get, um, you know, a lot of the. I, I thought maybe it'd be busy in the morning, and it really wasn't, and so I thought, well, maybe it'll be a quiet day, and then my phone kind of lit up later that day, and and I just, I got the feeling that I hadn't had in a while of like this is what a visit day looks like. This is. You're, this is when guys are on campus, guys are popping up here and there. The phone was buzzing just in a bit of a different way. So it's been a fun week over at Horns 24-7. We would, uh, we would ask you guys to, if you're not subscribed, that's where we're going to have a lot of stuff in this next month, a ton of stuff. So, And we've got a good deal going on right now. I think it's 60% off, right, uh, Nick? Is that our deal going on? Yeah, it is. So we've got a deal going on for subscriptions. If you want to be able to read the stuff we're writing, and you're going to want to because we're getting you know new stuff just here here and there every day uh please go over and and check that out um it's been a somewhat quiet week for texas i would say in comparison to others they've had their moments they had an official visitor on campus earlier this week in the way of tulsa's a caleb evans uh, a grad transfer corner and um they will have a big group this weekend uh official officially visiting but uh outside of that you know i think that um oh there goes the hickses as we're sitting here um, watching a uh, five-star defensive lineman, uh, David Hicks, go back across the street on a golf cart. Um, we we want to talk basically about what's going to happen this weekend. Um, the Longhorns are going to host what they're calling their East Texas Day. It's not all East Texas prospects, uh, but it is uh, a lot of them. Uh, Jeremy Patton, the, the three-star linebacker from Tinnehaw, Trevante Citizen, who's not from East Texas, but kind of close from uh, from the east uh, the eastern part of uh, Louisiana, 
And then, uh, or I'm sorry, the western part of Louisiana. Um, and then uh, DeAnthony Gatson from Newton um, is another guy that they're going to be uh, hosting this weekend, along with uh, Derek Brown, the, the edge rusher from Texas High. Forgive me if I'm stumbling. We're doing all this without a computer or anything in front of us, so I'm going straight off of memory. And then uh, Noafe Tuyalamaka from uh, Bishop Alamany in California, the four-star linebacker who was originally going to visit uh, later in the month but decided to move his trip up. So uh, those guys will be on campus. Um, Nick, what are you, I guess, like m most looking forward to seeing out of this visit group? I mean, obviously, this is the first weekend that, uh, you know, this new staff is going to be able to host uh, some official visitors. So first off, right off the bat, I'm curious to see, uh, you know, kind of how the visits go. Um, you know, what's going to be, you know, pertained in these visits? What are they going to have them doing? Uh, and, and all those kinds of things. But in terms of recruits and whatnot, um, I'm really curious to see what happens with Jeremy Patton. Um, this is a recruit that Texas has really started to turn the heat up for in the last couple of months. And uh, Mike and I, you know, ahead of June 1st, uh, entered some new crystal balls and Jeremy Patton was one of those. Um, it definitely, definitely a winnable recruit uh, for Texas right now in the, their linebacking core. I think that could be a really strong guy for uh, Jeff Choate um, and Pete Kwiatkowski on the defensive side to, you know, be able to play with. Cause I think he's kind of a versatile guy that you can kind of move around that linebacker position. Um, and, uh, and another linebacker that I'm kind of curious about is uh, Nuafe Tuihalamaka. Uh, Notre Dame obviously has a lot of, uh, you know, momentum right now. Whenever we did enter those crystal balls, we put one in for the Fighting Irish. Um, but I'm curious to see what Texas can do and, you know, possibly, uh, you know, swinging the tides into their favor. Um, I think it's safe to say that Texas is probably second in that race, but it's a it's a pretty wide gap. So maybe they can close in the gap this week and, you know, we'll be able to see what happens. But I guess the uh, the biggest thing I'm kind of looking for is how it goes with uh, Trevante Citizen. That second running back spot uh, is going to be very interesting. I had a uh, article earlier this week, um, 10 questions, you know, heading in, you know, to this busy month of visits. If you haven't read it, go back and, and go through it. But one of the questions was, you know, who will take that second running back spot in 2022? Uh, Trevante Citizen is going to be on campus this weekend. Um, uh, from Lake Charles and then Tavoris Jones uh, from El Paso Burgess. He's going to be on campus on the uh, the big weekend, June 18th to 20th. Mike and I have crystal balls in for Tavor uh, Tavoris Jones to Texas, but Travante Citizen is also, you know, a, a heavy interest in Texas at, uh, right now. Um, I think it's probably Texas, Texas A&M and LSU for Citizen, uh, but Texas can definitely win that one if, if they want to. So, uh, uh, that's really interesting, and if they somehow lose out on both of those guys, then maybe DeAnthony Gatson comes into the equation. You know, that's another guy that's uh, going to be taking an official visit this weekend. So uh, a lot of things to kind of look for, even though it is kind of a small weekend per se uh, uh, for visits. So uh, we'll be able to see what happens. Yeah, and I think, um, like you, I'm kind of looking forward to really the way visits go. Um, and what I'm interested in is how they do it differently than how the Herman staff did it or how Charlie Strong staff did it. That's always kind of the behind the scenes part, how thorough they are. Those are the type of things that, that really interest me in my role. Um, I, one other guy that's going to be on campus as well, Nato Umuzulo, Umiozulu from uh, Allen, the offensive lineman. I think that's a, a pretty important visit right there. It's an unofficial visit, uh, but, you know, NATO's been a tough guy to read. Texas getting him on campus on his own dime uh, and a chance to really make an impact and get him back for an official visit later is big as well. Yeah, absolutely. They're, uh, they're, in, they're in for a lot of offensive line targets right now, and NATO is definitely one to keep an eye on, even though he's uh, kind of keeping his options open. Um, and Cam Dewberry uh, confirmed with us today that he'll be taking an unofficial visit to Texas next week. 
uh, they're going to get a lot of offensive linemen on campus this month. And uh, that's actually another question that I had in that article is, you know, is offensive line recruiting going as good as it seems right now? Uh, because they're, they're doing a great job with uh, a lot of their top targets, but we won't really be able to see that um, that momentum come to fruition until commitments start rolling in. So uh, until that happens, you know, it's kind of speculation. But as it looks right now, uh, Kyle Flood has done a pretty good job and, you know, prioritizing his guys that he wants early on. Um, and, and keeping that communication going into these visits. So now it's just kind of wait and see and, you know, uh, see if they like the campus, see if they like what uh, they've been able to present them on Zoom and whatnot. So uh, that's definitely going to be an interesting position group to follow moving forward. Yep. So we'll see what an official visit looks like under this staff. You know, I think the the crappy thing is, and if you live in the state of Texas here, you understand, it's kind of been raining for the last month. Um, I think it's supposed to rain throughout the weekend. So you don't really get to show Austin off in that, that way that you normally do. Um, you know, I think a lot of times those guys would go to the lake or something like that and, and get to enjoy some time out there, but you know, they're not going to get the benefit of that, at least not this weekend. So, um, you know, we'll see kind of how they counteract that, but I am interested in, in the feedback coming out of this visit. Uh, Nick, it is, um, it is, uh, also basketball official visits are starting, uh, and we've got some big ones on campus this week as well. Is that correct? Yeah, it's been a pretty big week for the uh, the Texas basketball staff. This is the first opportunity for for Chris Beard and the rest of the Texas staff to uh, get recruits on campus. Uh, they had a transfer power forward on campus this weekend, uh, or this week rather. Uh, as soon as June first came around, he uh, made his way to Austin, uh, Illinois State. A uh, power forward, power forward center transfer, uh, Dushan Mahorchic. Uh, Mahorchic, um, him in Texas, things were looking really good this week. Um, and, uh, I think Texas kind of held off at the moment. I think he's probably going to end up at Utah. Um, but he was, uh, he was definitely a transfer target that Texas was, was looking at pretty closely. They wanted to get him on campus and check some boxes, but you know, it doesn't look like that. Uh, all of those boxes were quite checked. So, um, they're kind of looking in different directions right now, as far as transfer targets and, and Texas fans are going to have to be patient with those transfer targets. Uh, th- this is a roster that's going to be, uh, continuously developed up until the start of the fall semester. Um, they're expecting anywhere from about three to five scholarship spots to still be filled because even if Jericho Sims does does come back him and Jace Febris won't count towards the scholarship count next year so they're going to have a lot of scholarship spots to fill and you'll you'll bet that they're going to be trying to fill those up until the the start of the fall semester because right now it sits that only nine players on the roster on scholarship we also look at Gavin Perryman from Dallas Jesuit a late addition to the 2021 class he's a guy that I could see being on scholarship here sooner rather than later will it be under his first season at Texas, maybe not, but maybe so. Uh, just kind of depends on who all they land uh, in, in the transfer market. Um, but aside from transfers, uh, this is also a huge, huge weekend for Chris Beard and the Texas staff. Uh, they're only hosting one 2022 recruit, and it's five-star Keontae George from Louisville High School. Uh, this is their top target on the board, without a doubt. Um, and they're, they're getting him in super early. They wanted to be the first uh, to, to host him on an official visit. Um, and they have uh, you know quite a weekend planned for him. They're going to have him out at the uh, Austin Baseball Regional uh, this weekend, uh, possibly tomorrow. Um, and uh, the entire staff is going to be all hands on deck for this one. They're all going to be involved in this weekend. And uh, he's going to be meeting with coaches, players, uh, student services representatives, um, staying at a pretty nice hotel in downtown Dallas with his mother. So uh, they're definitely rolling out the red carpet for Keontae this weekend. And, and you can bet that uh, they're going to try to slam the door on him because 
because things are looking pretty good. Um, you know, Texas is definitely in the lead in that race. Uh, the only, you know, consideration that I would even um, be worried about right now is, poss- is the possibility of professional opportunities. But, you know, he's told me and uh, our 24 seven uh, sports reporter, Brandon Jenkins, he's told us both many times that, you know, right now he's focusing on college and that's probably where he's going to take his talents. And, you know, if he ends up following through on that, then Texas is definitely the overwhelming favorite at the moment. He's also going to be taking official visits to uh, Kentucky, Oklahoma State, and Baylor uh, this month. So uh, those will definitely be things to watch. But, you know, as it sits right now, Keontae George, I I like where things stand with him in Texas. Uh, And looking forward to next weekend, there's going to be a couple of more on campus and and throughout the month. I'm expecting anywhere from about 7 to 12 uh, recruits to take official and unofficial uh, visits to Texas on the basketball side of things. So, you know, Chris Beard and, and that staff, they're definitely doing a lot of work. And, you know, I've been hearing really good things about each of the assistants, uh, especially with Yurik Malagy. Uh, he's he's really been uh, huge in recruiting and as well as Jarrence Howard uh, for bringing all uh, all the recruits that he was recruiting over at Kansas and bringing those relationships to Austin has definitely helped with guys like Arterio Morris and uh, Anthony Black and even Keontae George. So, uh, definitely things are looking pretty good on the recruiting front on ba- the basketball side of things uh, heading into this uh, uh, this uh, this month of visits. All right. Um, we've got uh, we're going to take a quick break here and then come back with the uh, with the uh, mailbag. I know this is going to be a shorter episode, but it is what it is. We're kind of out here working. So uh, we wanted to get some stuff in. But um, let's take a quick break and we'll come back with the mailbag. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we're back, and uh, we're coming to you with our favorite segment, the mailbag. Uh, as always, you can get your mailbag questions in on the Horns 24-7 message board when we put the thread up for them. Full disclaimer on this one, we thought we'd recorded half this segment already on my phone when we discovered the recording had stopped, so we're going to give it part two. So if we sound like we're uh, kind of rushing through questions because we've already answered them once in our minds. Um, from Hook'em777, do you and Nick have enough caffe- caffeinated products to get you all through this month, or do we need to send you some so you don't run out? Uh, as we were saying, I, you know, neither of us are huge caffeine guys. Uh, I, I, I think, uh, you know, you, you kind of go on, uh, you get a good night's sleep, but I also think you, you go on the surge of breaking news and flood. I think any time this year that something has gotten to me where I'm like, I'm tired of this, I'm exhausted. I just think back to last year about how we didn't have any of this and how it sucked. So uh, that's kind of what keeps me going. Yeah. Just prioritize that sleep during the week so you can uh, make up for the sleepless nights on the weekends. From David Hume, would getting Stewart and Thompson in the 2022 class be like getting Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave in the same class? Um, you know, I think that those guys are two really good athletes. I don't know that they're quite the receiver 
the other two guys are. Um, so, you know, I, I think that Garrett Wilson's one of the very best receivers I ever saw at the high school level. And I didn't see Chris Olave in high school, but obviously, you know, he's a really, really good player. So, um, you know, it, it's tough to say. I think that what we can say is they are really good athletes and uh, Sark has shown in the past he can do some things with really good athletes. Yeah, Garrett Wilson is a generational talent type guy, so it's hard to compare uh, with him in the equation. Um, but, you know, Sarkeesian and this new staff, they've been prioritizing guys with speed, especially in the receiving core. Uh, so to be able to land, you know, probably easy to say the, the two fastest players in the state at that position, uh, to be able to land them both, that would be huge. Uh, and it would definitely be, you know, a very ideal uh, receiver class for, uh, for this 2022 class. Okay, this one from Take It to the Banks. Anything new on Harold Perkins' plans for the June 18th to 20 weekend? Um, I believe he was going to visit Texas or OU. Nick, you're pretty tied in with Harold, so I'll, I'll let you handle that one. Yeah, Harold, he's uh, he's between Texas or Oklahoma for that June 18th to 20th weekend. He hasn't announced anything yet, but pure speculation here. He's become pretty good friends with Amari Abor, five-star defensive end from Duncanville. And uh, Amari's going to be taking his official visit to Oklahoma that June 18th to 20th weekend. So if I had to put, you know, a, a guess or a crystal ball on it, I guess it would uh, it would put – I would say that uh, Harold ends up in Norman that weekend. Um, however, I think Texas gets him on campus regardless, whether that be uh, this summer or in the fall for an unofficial visit. Um, it, this is definitely a campus he's been wanting to see, and he's not going to be committing until after the early signing period. So uh, I think Texas will get him on campus regardless, you know, just kind of wait and see with him. And the second part of that question, any word on facilities being able to be showcased to visitors this summer or will we have to wait until the fall? We did talk to some unofficial visitors and they, you know, obviously they can't, the south end zone still very much under construction, so they can't see a ton of that. They are able to go around the stadium and kind of look at it, but they're not going to get anything up close right now as, they're, as they continue to work on things. And man, you know, just driving around campus today since the last time I'd been here, it's you know there's a lot going on with the with the south end zone construction the basketball arena all those things a lot of road shut down a lot of construction going on yeah for sure uh, they're able to see it from the outside and obviously they're going to have the blueprints right there in the offices to to show them and show them what it's going to be like and then in the fall we forget that we're also going to have a ton of official visitors in the fall and that it'll be open by then and uh, they'll be able to see the full experience of uh, of the renovated stadium then uh, from Horns fan seven six one two, which prospects do you see? Uh, do you see visits really changing things for or against Texas? Um, I'm not sure. There's anybody that right now a visit would really change things totally. I could see, you know, a guy like Cam Dewberry, a guy like Kelvin Banks, maybe. I think with a guy like Kelvin Banks, that you know, the visit could be the decider. Uh, it's not going to be a major change, but it could be the 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 final factor that makes his decision. Um, I don't see it. I mean, hopefully nobody against, right? You don't ever want to have a, a bad enough visit to where it's it's turned somebody off. That's uh, that's about the worst mark you can have on you. Yeah, that's going to be kind of wait to be seen. I mean, we won't know if a recruit, um, you know, is more interested in Texas or less interested in Texas after a visit until after the visit. You know, it's kind of like a, a circumstantial basis. But, you know, like Mike said, there's a, there's a lot of heavy leans, uh, I think, right now that Texas can really capitalize on uh, and bring them on campus. He mentioned Kelvin Banks. Um, you could also mention Brennan Thompson, uh, Tavoris Jones, Jeremy Patton, um, Arliss Sportingham. So uh, there's definitely some guys that are coming on campus here in June that they can really slam the door on. Uh, from Fozzie Wazzy, are Sark and Milwee looking to load up on quarterbacks or are they satisfied with just taking one? Who might be some potential targets if they're looking? I think they're just going to take Malik Murphy at this point. And they've got 
obviously all eyes are on Arch Manning in 23. They'll have some great options in 24 as well. So I don't see them like just taking a ton of quarterbacks. The only way I could see that happening is if a quarterback decide to transfer between now and the fall. I think, in, I mean, this is kind of speculation, but I think another reason maybe is if a uh, if a senior quarterback has a huge year this season um, and is kind of under recruited, then maybe Texas gets involved and go ahead goes ahead and grabs a second quarterback just to kind of uh, you know give them a cushion in twenty three if they do miss out on Arch Manning. But you know we'll kind of wait and see there. But like Mike said, if I had to put my money down, I'd probably say that uh, Malik Murphy ends up the only one. Um, also from HornsFan7612, is there a leader in the recruitment of Devon Campbell, Kelvin Banks, or Cam Dewberry? Um, I don't know that I would single out one leader. I do think Texas probably at the top with a school or two for Devon Campbell, probably with Oklahoma and eh, maybe Bama. Um, I think for Kelvin Banks, it's probably Texas A&M and LSU, all three, kind of fighting for position there. And then Dewberry, I think it's either Ohio State or Oklahoma for him. But I, I don't know that there's one singular leader for any of those guys. Yeah, I agree with all three of those. Okay, from Texas Aaron 33, who's the better D-line prospect, Byron Murphy or Christopher Ross? And is there any truth to your knowledge of Bama linebacker Drew Sanders hitting the portal? Um, I think Byron Murphy's probably the better guy to play early. I think Ross probably has a bit of a higher ceiling. Um, but, man, I really – I'm a, as you guys know, I'm a huge Byron Murphy fan, so – um, I think if you're just looking at prospect and ceiling, it's probably Ross, but I think both are, are really good players, obviously. The Drew Sanders thing has been my favorite rumor of the offseason, and every time I've asked people at Denton Ryan about it, I've been told pretty soundly it's not going to happen. So that's what I know. Yeah, this uh, this podcast name almost got changed to the Byron Murphy fan podcast, actually. We're, uh, we're both pretty big Byron Murphy fans. He's one of the strongest uh, prospects I've ever seen. Um, while he is kind of uh, short in stature, he makes it up for it in his strength. Uh, he has biceps the size of our heads. Um, and that's not to, to degrade Christopher Ross because I think he's a fantastic defensive tackle prospect in his own right. But uh, I think Byron Murphy, is uh, he's, he's ready to play early, I think, at Texas. All right. Um, from in Murrell 2011, how does or how has Sark been fighting off all of the negative recruiting and media attention from recruits like yours and Donovan Green, who publicly admitted be, to being Texas fans growing up, but have publicly uh, downed or trashed Texas as well. I think Sark has kind of addressed it a couple times and saying that's not something he could control. What they can control is, is the results going forward. Um, I don't expect, you know, I here's the deal. What he says in, in private to parents and families is probably a whole lot different, but I don't expect him to publicly comment on anything like that. I mean... The, their future is their future, and it's not anything he can do to change the past. So I don't know if it's worth getting into a war of words with, with other recruits over it. Yeah, I'm sure he's just controlling what he can control, and those are definitely things he cannot control. Um, you know, it, it's kind of hard to address that, you know, individually with uh, with kids. And I'm not sure if a recruit would even bring that question up just because – and even if they did, I mean, Sarkeesian and this new staff hasn't even been on campus long enough to, to play their first game. So – uh, they they can pitch that you know things are about to change you know uh, around here so we'll be able to see that. All right, and our last question as always comes to us from Charles Daniels. Mike and Nick switch one prospect visit date to help Texas recruit them better. Take one prospect visit away from a rival to help Texas recruiting cause. Um, if I could switch one date, it would be Derek Brown who's in this weekend. The only reason I say that is I think he's fairly impressionable and is going to like whatever school he was at last. Um, so I'd probably want the last shot with him. 
If I want to take an official away from a rival, I'd probably go with um, I'd probably go with Bama for Denver Harris. Yeah, that would definitely be my answer for that question as well. Um, as far as switching a weekend, I guess I would just say Bryce Anderson on the June 18th to 20th weekend. Just get him in a week earlier with a big group, um, with all the commits. Um, you know, just to go ahead and slam that door and, you know, get him in the class. All right, and that's going to do it for the mailbag. And that will do it for our show. We know it was uh, a short one, but like we said, we wanted to get something in and, and also still be able to do our job tonight. So uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys for playing along. And uh, we will talk to you next week. I think we're going to be back on doing week-to-week shows. So uh, for Nick Harris, I'm Mike Roach, and we'll see you guys next week. is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.